You're listening to another life-giving message from Living Faith Church San Diego. We are a church for sinners by sinners, and we are on a mission to help you discover your purpose, live in power, and live out your God-given potential. For more information about Living Faith Church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Again, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Now open up your hearts and minds for this transforming message from Living Faith Church. Right? And that is glory to God. Hallelujah. 
You know, I actually didn't even realize how stressed and tense I was until I actually took hypnosis classes, until I got my certification. Because it was in there that I actually, you know, like you do the practice on each other. So I sat down and, and I learned to like, okay, begin by relaxing your head and then your sh and shoulders and then your arms. And I was like, oh, what? I could do this? Like, like what? These pieces exist, right? And a lot, uh, the, the tough thing is that a lot of times, a lot of us are walking around that stress intense and we just don't know. A lot of times we're all carrying heavy, heavy burdens on a daily basis. We deal with stress, we deal with troubles, we deal with all kinds of things, right? On a, on a daily basis, like uh, prayers for tofu. Angela had to run out of here because poor tofu's foot is swollen, right? I had to go to doggy urgent care to, to help poor tofu. So keep him in your prayers tonight. Um, and Angela, of course, because she's the dog mom taking care of, and that's, that's stressful. So it's, you know, you guys have children or, or furry children, you know, <laughs> it's stressful. But a lot of times we're walking around with that stress, not just physically, but also emotionally. When I prayed to God about what to speak on today, like uh, earlier this week, I prayed, and literally as I was praying, before the words came out of my mouth, I heard God say, rest. And I was like, I wasn't even finished. So like I, I continued my prayer, rest. I continued my prayer, rest. I was like, oh, okay, all right, I get it, I get it, I get it, rest. So today I want to talk to you guys about rest in the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, I was like, oh, great. What does that even mean, God? Like, what does it even mean to rest in the Lord? And I was a little confused. I was like, nap? Should I nap in the I like naps. I can nap in the Lord. Is there like a God nap hammock? Like, can I get that on Amazon? Like, who else wants a nap hammock from God? Yes? Yes. No returns. Right? No returns. No returns. You won't ever want to return it. Uh, sometimes I need God to spell things out for me. So I am hard-headed. I'll be honest. Like, with my faith, I am super hard-headed. So God's got to spell things out for me. So I, I asked. I was like, so what does this mean, right? And I asked for guidance and I asked for prayer. I looked up verses, I watched sermons, and I wanted to make sure that I was well-researched in order to give you guys this message because I wanted you guys to really understand. I also wanted to understand what rest meant, okay? So the world teaches us that rest is TV, it's massages, it's naps, it's vacations, it's drugs, it's alcohol, it's anything that will take the edge off in the moment, right? Yes or yes? And sure, those things feel great in the moment, but they don't last. They aren't fulfilling. You wake up from your nap, the stress is still there. That thing you were worrying about is still there. You come back from your vacation, you got to deal with all the emails that came in while you were gone, right? It's all still there when you wake up from these situations. And they don't last. They don't last because they're not true rest. See, what is true rest? What does it really mean to rest in the Lord? And so um, that verse again, Matthew eleven twenty-eight. 28. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart. You will find rest for your souls. It's even deeper than the massage, right? <laughs> Can I get a massage for the soul, please? Soul massage. 
For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. For my burden is light. See, what I took away immediately from that verse, the very first three words. Come to me. Come to me. See, true rest is peace. Yes. True rest is peace. Right. Resting in the Lord means to have peace in your hearts when things get tough. It's to have grace when you've been wronged. It's to have compassion when you've been hurt. True rest feels like a weight being lifted off your shoulders. But we have to give that weight to God. Come to me. We have to bring that weight to God for him to lift it off our shoulders. See, sometimes it's just like it's praying, God, in this situation, it's upsetting me. You are Lord over all. Please take this stress and fill me with your Holy Spirit to guide me with how to handle this situation. And begin to praise God. Begin to praise God. Stop what you're doing. Put on some worship music. Shift your focus away from what, is, what you're stewing in. Whatever the, the frustration is, whatever the struggle is that you're currently like, it's, you're thinking about it, the wheels are turning. Shift your focus. Shift your focus. Put on the worship music and just start singing. Only think about the words. Only think about how much God loves you. Only think about what you're feeling from God in that moment. Instead of what's going on in your head over here. Because what's going on in your head over here will continue to roll. Will con and I, I spiral. I don't know about you guys, but I spiral. When something starts and I start stressing out about it, like the stress keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And next thing you know, like I'm just, I cannot deal with people. I can't deal with life. I don't want to function, right? I don't know if you guys have ever been there. But it, it, it gets to be too much when we allow it, when we stew in it. Focus on how much God loves you instead. And that is rest. I double dog dare you. Try it. It's going to work. Okay? So the first point I have for you guys is true rest is God's peace. Say it with me. God's peace. God's peace. The next verse I have for you is Hebrews 3.19. Hebrews 3.19. If you guys are taking notes, you can take notes on the verses too. They're good bullet points when you want to remember things we've talked about. So we see that they were not able to enter because of their unbelief. So this verse right here is talking about the Israelites. They went through a 40-year journey that was only supposed to take them 11 days, right? <laughs> and we know this because they were constantly complaining. They were constantly saying how terrible things were and asking God for more. That, like, they were just like, like Moses, like God, like this is just terrible. Can we please get better? Can, like more? Like, can we get some meat? Can we get some man? Like, there, nothing was satisfying them. Everything was frustrating to them. And I mean, walking through the desert, it couldn't have been great, right? But we know that a lot of them actually didn't make it to the promised land. A lot of these people didn't make it to the land of milk and honey. They didn't make it to their rest. They constantly kept going, and that's because of their unbelief, because they constantly questioned and complained. We've all had times that we felt stuck, yes or yes? Yes. We've all been places where we're waiting for a miracle to happen. We're just waiting for, some, for God to move in our lives. And I know firsthand it's hard to have belief when you're waiting. It's hard to have belief in the in-between. So how do you do it? 
How do you have belief when you're waiting for God to move? How do you have belief when you're waiting for the miracle to happen in your life? Rest. Rest. You see, things aren't always going to happen in the time frame that we want them to. Sometimes you have to say, God, I don't know what your plan is, but I'm going to keep praying. I don't know what you're doing, but I'm going to keep having faith. I'm going to keep believing in the promises that you have for me. See, God doesn't see time the way that we do, right? He's infinite. We can't even fathom, like, really anything about him, right? Like, we have no idea how he experiences time. But I'm pretty, pretty sure that it's not like us. He's eternal. We have a lifespan, right? That being said, it reminds me of the story in 2 Kings. I don't have the verse for this. But in 2 Kings, there was an army that was marching to go beat other armies, okay? They were led by their worship team. God spoke to their leader and said, yo, like, lead with your band. And he was like, I'll do it. Can you imagine, like, being there, like, being, like, the drummer in the front row? Like, you were the first one to go <laughs> up to be stabbed, you know? Like, like you got a drum, like, it's like, ah! You know, like, you know, right? You're using right? But do you imagine the amount of faith that it took to keep walking? Wow! Knowing that whatever was coming, God told you to keep walking, so you kept walking. You see, the great thing about that story is at the at the story as it ends is that when they arrived. It was done. The battle was completed. The armies warred against each war, waged war against each other. So that when they got there, it was just a bunch of dead bodies and spoils. Lots of gold, so much so that it took them days to collect it all. And then they got to go home, right? Right? They got to go home rich. What I love about that story is that the battle was completed when they got there. But they still had to walk. Wow. They still had to walk in faith. Mm. They still had to walk in worship. Wow. It was already done. In their timeline, God has completed it. They just hadn't gotten there yet. Mm. Wow. So what if you just haven't gotten to your miracle yet? Mm. God's already done it. You just have to get to that next step. See, the Israelites didn't make it because of their unbelief. So the second point that I want you guys to take home is rest comes from belief. Rest comes from belief. Say belief. Believe. What is your heart made of? Right? The, the Bible talks a little bit about it. When you guys are cut off in traffic, what is your immediate reaction? Mine, I throw up some, <clears throat> WTF mate, you know, like that's, you know. Yeah, I don't know those, so I just kind of wept hand, you know. <laughs> See, no matter what situation we're in, but what if we looked at these situations that caused us stress and frustration, and instead of looking at them as things that wear us down, instead look at them as things that build us up. Right? Instead look at what is God teaching me through this situation. Instead of, what if this valley is meant to strengthen us? What if we're meant to embrace and not just endure? Wow. What if 
We danced in the rain instead of just fear the storm. Wow. Deuteronomy 8.2 Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the wilderness these 40 years to humble you, to test you in order to know what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commands. You see, the struggle shows you what you're made of. No matter what you've endured, the struggle is meant to show you what you're made of. And you know what the amazing thing is? You're made of God. God made you. You know what's interesting is that it's one in 400 trillion is the odds that you, right here, were created exactly who you are. One in four. That's God. That's God right there. You see, the struggle shows us what we're made of. And we're made of Almighty God. Amen or amen? Amen. When we chose to follow Christ, the Holy Spirit entered each and every one of us. Made us new. Yes or yes? Yes. See, that is when we got God's peace and guidance. We just have to choose it. We have to choose peace. We have to choose rest. And seek God first. God is a gentleman. We know this. He's not going to force himself on you. He's not going to say, oh, you're going you're gonna to pray now. No. Like, you're going to put up worship music now. No. God doesn't force himself on us. So instead of jumping off the rails, sometimes it's just like, whoo, Jesus, keep my mouth shut. <laughs> you know? Sometimes we're going to let out a little prayer, no matter what's going on. Whoo, keep my mouth shut. I, I need it sometimes. Whoo, you guys don't even know. <laughs> He won't push his love on you. He won't push his salvation on you. He won't push his peace and rest on you. You have to seek it. You have to seek it. See, everything is habitual. Everything is habits. Choosing frustration and anger and complaining is a habit. It's an automatic reaction that we turn to. It's a habit. So just like that's a habit, seeking God first is also a habit. Choosing rest first is a habit. Choosing peace first is a habit. And it's okay because it will take time to build on a habit. The first time you choose God, it may take a week. Like you may, st- I did, I stood for years and then I was like, all right, God, you know, oops, I choose you. And the next time it took mm, six months, you know, each time the gap got shorter and shorter and shorter until I've been able to notice when I'm frustrated, and take a second and put on the, the worship music. And sometimes it hurts my pride. You guys, sometimes, sometimes it hurts to put it on. Sometimes it feels good to be frustrated about something. It feels good to complain about the injustices to us. But that's not what God wants for our heart. He wants you to hit play. He wants you to wash your mind of all of that and focus on his love for you. Imagine how much more you can do on a daily basis if we're not just frustrated, right? Imagine if we didn't get upset when we were in traffic first thing in the morning and we walked into the office with a smile on our face. How much better would our day start, right? See, that's the next point I want to leave you guys with. Rest comes when we seek God first. Say first. 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 
The next verse I have for you is John 14, 27. Peace, this is Jesus speaking. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Mm, this is Jesus' peace that he left behind. When Jesus was in the garden, he was about to get arrested. When his buddies cut off the ear of one of the guards, you know what Jesus did? He picked it up and he healed it. That kind of peace. Jesus couldn't give us peace if he didn't have it. He left his peace with each and every one of us. That's in you. That's in you. That's a choice that you get to make every day. Thank God. Hallelujah for that. Right? No matter the struggle, no matter the temptation, no matter how tough things are for you right now, God wants to give you rest. No matter how long you've been waiting for a miracle, no matter what you're walking through, no matter what desert you're going through right now, no matter how far the peak on your mountain seems, God wants to give you rest. He wants to take our burdens and lighten our load. Life is hard. Shit gets real. Yes or yes. Right? We have good days and bad weeks. Right? It happens. But the great thing is, is that we don't have to allow that to be a parasite. We don't have to allow it to eat at us each and every day, our frustrations. The babies are saying amen, too. <laughs> yeah. You have so much to offer this world. I mean it. Like, I, I, I was literally, when I was writing this, I thought about each and every single one of you guys. Each and every one of you have so much to offer this world. And I mean it. Psalms 139, 13 through 14. This is the message version. Um, everyone watching online, you guys all have love, advice, gifts, but we, if we allow the enemy into our minds to keep us frustrated and upset and angry, do you think we're going to be able to give those gifts of love and advice and care to other people? No. But that's the great thing about giving it to God. You see, like I said earlier, each and every one of us were created by God. In our mother's womb. Here's the verse. Oh yes, you shaped me first, inside, then out. God created our minds first. First. He said, I'm going to create your heart. I'm going to create who you're going to be first. Formed in my mother's womb. One in four hundred trillion trillion is the odds that you're sitting right here today. That's insane. That is, I get chills how insane those odds are that we are here today. With a lottery ten times. Exactly. Exactly. The odds of winning the lottery are greater than being born. Right? I thank you, hi God, your breathtaking body and soul. I am marvelously made. You are wonderfully made. God crafted you. God crafted each and every one of you the way that you are. You all have gifts. You all have things to offer the world. Let your life shine. Love everybody that you meet. Instead of judging, instead of being frustrated, instead of being upset, 
at something that happened yesterday or a week ago or a year ago. Right? Forgive and let go. Life is too short to be stressed and worried. You know, the funny thing is that the subconscious actually doesn't know the difference between real danger or perceived danger. True fact. Stress is perceived danger. So when you think about things that are upsetting you, your body is reacting as if they're happening right now. Your brain is releasing cortisol, which is the stress hormone, into your body when you're stressed. It's saying you need to go into fight or flight mode. And it actually takes blood away from your brain and your organs and puts them into your legs and your arms so that you can fight or flight. When you're stressed, your brain doesn't act. Your body does. When you're stressed, you're not thinking about how to overcome your circumstances. You're not thinking about how to make things better. You're just trying to figure out, can I fight or, can I, or run my way out of this? Or freeze. Right? See, but God doesn't want us to be stressed. That verse of John 14, 27. God doesn't want you to be stressed. He doesn't want you to be in that state. I leave my peace with you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Stress is troubled heart. Right? Yes or yes? You see, stressing about something is a perceived danger, so our body is responding. That is like living through that situation multiple times. Because if you're stressing about something that's happening in a week, and you stress about it every single day leading up to the week, your body and your brain have just gone through that seven times. At least... That's if you've only thought about it once each day. And if you're a stressor, if you've had stress, you don't just think about it once. You think about it continually over the next seven days. Once per minute. Once per minute, exactly. Right? So God doesn't want you to have that. He wants you to have his peace. If that is a heavy burden right there, yes or yes? Yes. But we can let it go. But it takes practice. It takes practice to let it go. We have to learn to breathe. Everybody just take a big deep breath in for me, all the way, and then exhale. Feels good, doesn't it? It feels good just to breathe. Just breathe. Just breathe. That's all it takes. Dance. We have to learn to dance. We have to dance in the rain, right? I don't know what's going on, God, but I keep doing it. I'm dancing, you know? I got a lot of dad moves. <laughs> Seek peace. Seek God first. And this is a prayer that I've, I'm learning to incorporate a lot more into my vocabulary of prayers, I guess. My book of prayers. Lord, give me grace to handle this situation. Write it down. Lord, give me grace to handle this situation. No matter what it is. You're in traffic, bring it to God. Give me grace. Give me grace. And cut me off with that blanker. Give me grace. <laughs> you have an issue with a coworker, bring it to God. You can't choose which Tinder date to go on, bring it to God. <laughs> Gee, you don't even know what you want to eat for lunch, bring it to God. Do it. Do it. You never know. Maybe he's leading you to Tinder great for a reason. Who knows? Faith is a choice. Peace is a choice. Rest is a choice. Choosing God first in every area of your life 
And watch what he does. Watch what he does when you choose him, when you put him first in the areas of your life. Start when you're in your car. It's just that easy. Only play worship music when you're in your car. And I promise, nowadays we have variety. Yeah, I've been really into Christian rap lately. It's bussin'. Um, We also have Christian metal and Christian techno. We got it all these days. So whatever your taste is, we we have we have it. I promise. Okay. Okay. Uh, It may sound angry, but it's still saying I love you, right? (laughs) All right. That was my my screamo interpretation of God. Um, But just start by putting God first in just one area. Just build up on the little things in faith. Put on Christian music. I promise, over time, when that person cuts you off with that blinker, you're going to react a little bit less. You're going to rein it in just a little bit each time. You're not going to want to ram them. Maybe that's just me. You know. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> She's got mercy. <laughs> uh, but it starts in the small habits. It starts in the little things. And the little habits compound to build your faith. Each and every day. Decide to read your Bible in the morning. Even if it's a page. It doesn't have to be like read the whole Bible in a year. I tried that once. It didn't work out great. But the thing is, is that it just takes little things. Put on a sermon instead of music. There's tons of podcast sermons out there. Like hundreds of millions. Like you can listen to anybody that you want to. Joel Olstein is amazing. So I give that as a recommendation to anybody who's looking for one. Also Christian rap. I'll play some for y'all later. They say doing the same thing over and over again is insanity. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results is the definition of insanity. But I don't see anybody insane in this room, right? Because you're here. You chose to come here on a Sunday to a place that you knew would, would better who you are. That doesn't sound like insane to me. So why don't we try something a little bit different? Why don't we try to put God first? Why don't we try to seek him first in the situations in our lives? Do things a little bit different. And eventually you'll even laugh at how silly it was to get worked up over something. Like I laugh about pulling my hair out. It's great, it's funny. Luckily there's no bald spot, I promise. Choose peace first. In this very moment. Choose peace first in the next five minutes when you guys are in line for food. (laughs) Choose peace today. Choose peace tomorrow. Seek God first and rest in the Lord. You guys could all pray with me. With every head bowed and every eye closed, if today you have decided to accept Christ, or you're deciding to follow Christ again, renew your commitment to Him, to choose to have peace, or maybe you've decided to recommit your walk, I'd like you to look up with me really quick so that we can give a prayer to you guys. Amen. If you're watching online and you've chosen to follow Christ, please reach out, and our team would love to get in touch with you. We'd love to get you plugged in in our team. So if everyone in this room could please repeat this prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. Please forgive me. Come into my life. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. 
Now help me live for you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Now I'd like to pray for everyone who has a heavy burden. If you have a heavy burden, of, yeah, babies are burdened sometimes, but they're joys. They're joys. <laughs> they get heavy over time, you know, their weight. You, know? <laughs> uh, you gotta feed them. So, you know, they gain weight. I'm sorry. We do too. Um, so, I would like to pray. So, if everyone could just put their hands out in front of them to receive, as if you're receiving. So, every head bowed and every eye closed. Lord, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you that you love us so much that you gave your son, and he gave us his peace. Lord, you want us to rest. You want to take these heavy burdens. You want to take these stresses, these struggles, these situations that are weighing us down. And Lord, we give them to you. We give you the weight, and we take a deep breath. Because you have taken it off of us, Lord. Break the chains that these situations have had over us, Lord. Free us from these struggles, from these stresses and these situations, Lord. Fill us with your peace. Give us rest. We give you our stresses, our anxieties, and our problems. We know that you have already solved every problem in our life. We just have to keep walking more. So I thank you for the steps ahead of us. And I pray that you help us to seek you first in every area of our lives. Remind us that you're there. That you're with us in all of these situations, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this life-giving message from Living Faith Church. For more information about our church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, and we will see you next time on the Living Faith Church Podcast.